Hi, this is May. And I'm Joy. Welcome to the QWERTY Writing Life Podcast, where we have candid chats about our creative lives. May and I are friends, writers, and creatives who want to share our endeavors out loud. On this podcast, we're here to encourage each other, and you too, and share tools we've discovered or made up, so you can follow your passions with a little support. So grab your tea, or your coffee, and let's get started. Hello, everyone. It's another week. Hello and welcome. Tonight, we are going to be seizing creative success in three parts. And part one is tonight. Um, We're going to be talking about the alterations and accomplishments of 2020. And we're going to be dreaming a little bit about 2021, too, while we're we're doing this. (laughs) Sounds like a good, fun episode. I can't wait to get started. I know. I can't wait to hear all of your things. But before we do any of that, let's talk about our creative week. What did you do, Joy? Oh, goodness. Okay, so probably the the biggest thing time-wise has been preparing for the Women in Publishing Summit with, oh, I don't know, my writing bestie. Oh, I'm pretty sure that's me. (laughs) That's you. (laughs) So that has been a lot of fun. We have... um, I think we have unearthed some very interesting things together, and I'm pretty excited about it. I am so geeked. Yeah. So geeked. (laughs) It has been a lot of fun to work on. Um, So we're looking forward to that. That'll be the first week in March. So go ahead and mark your calendars. We'll be getting y'all some more information very soon. Uh, So there, that was a lot of time. Uh, But also, as you can probably tell, I have rearranged my office area. Got a new desk, and that new desk led to a whole lot more. (laughs) So I ended up with just a major office overhaul, um, and I'm almost done with it. I have a few more things that I'm going to tweak, but it's been a lot of fun to to pull it all together, and I've gotten some new toys to play with. As you can see, lighting is a little better, trying to just improve um, all around for podcasts and also functionality, and you probably saw Tolkien up here a minute ago. He's really digging it because it's an L-shaped desk. And before, I just had like, you know, itty-bitty desk and pretty much every inch of it was covered between computer and and that kind of thing. So now I actually have space so I can write um, and that kind of thing. And Tolkien loves to lay wherever Tolkien wants to lay. (laughs) I was fixing to say, so you still have an itty-bitty desk and Tolkien has a table. (laughs) Yeah, that's really pretty much what it is. So, and then I have one more creative thing. Um, since yeah. we're, we decided to take a little bit longer with our creative weeks because we're going to record all three of these tonight. So you guys mm-hmm. will see that this is just us and we're, we're kind of running through these three different episodes. So we won't do the creative week again for the next two episodes. So I also have been uh, trying to creatively reimagine a scheduled deadline concept that fits mm-hmm. with my season of life and my profession. And I'm going to talk more about that when we get into, you know, the accomplishments or alterations versus what we're planning on for this year. Um, So that's another more cerebral creative thing that's been going on. I'm wondering if we are having some of the same thoughts. So I'm excited about that episode too. Yeah, well, I hope that Maybe we can just together come up with some solutions because I am about to just 
Yeah, there was a lot of, well, there was a lot of grace, but there was also a lot of shame that went around Mm -hmm. with goals not being met and goals are such big words and they're supposed to be commitments and we didn't finish them. And so shame, shame, shame. So I'm just wondering how we can also reimagine our, our things that we want to do. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, that gives us a little bit of space to, um, to change a plan without having that failure sense. Mm -hmm. So, or that sense of failure. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Stick with us until next week and you'll be able to hear about that as well. But for tonight, we are going to be talking about our alterations and accomplishments of 2020. Wait, wait, wait. We have not gotten your creative week, Missy. Oh, poop. It was basically <laughs> the same thing as yours, except for that I didn't get a new desk. So. <laughs> well, that just you just made it sound sad. Now, come on. I want to hear no, your creative no. week. Okay, so actually, I, since the last time that we've been together as a group, we have, I have done some really neat things. Uh, I have creatively traveled uh, to Atlanta, Georgia with my two boys and my mom and my sister and that did take some creativity I'll have to say I've never had a a pandemic road trip before and and I will say that one of us peed in a bottle I won't tell you who (laughs) y'all it was so funny because I had, I cleaned out the car. I was really nervous about this trip. I was like, my grandmother was ailing and I wanted to see her, but I wanted to be really careful with the kids. And I was uh, off of work, but my husband wasn't. And so he couldn't keep the kids. And I was like, okay, here we go. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And so then my mom calls and she's like, I'd really like to go see too. It's it's her mom. So she's like, like, I'd really like to go too again. So she's been a few times and she was like, while she can hop a ride, let's do this. And then my sister called and she was like, Hey, I really want to come too. Do you have room? (laughs) So, (laughs) so, uh, so we've got all of these people in the car and of course, different schedules and and things like that. So we're trying to time everything just right. But y'all, I had cleaned out the console of my car and it had a big old roll of paper towels, big old roll of baby wipes, some spray antiseptic, like alcohol spray, so we could spray it on there and get everything good and clean. I had Germex for our hands when we got gas and did other things like that. I had Band-Aids. I had triple antibiotic ointment in there. Like, it was (laughs) basically a huge, like, COVID kit. (laughs) Nice. You were prepared. Got these little, like, individual-sized peanut cans, and they had the pool top. And so my eight-year-old pulls the top off and he gets like a little like cut on his hand. And my mom was like, oh my goodness, Megan, do you have a Band-Aid? And I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) (laughs) It was such a satisfying feeling that somebody needed a Band-Aid and I had one. (laughs) That is the best. (laughs) And I, I don't know why. I don't know if it's this whole like feeling of just being out of control and in chaos and I was able to fix something. But here's the kicker too there. And when I said, yes, I do. And I pull the band-aids out and my son's like, I'll need one mom. I'm tough. <laughs> and I was like, just trample all over me. <laughs> just take the band-aid and make mommy happy. <laughs> And that kind of leads perfectly into 2020. It's like, I feel accomplishment about something and then something rips that accomplishment away. Yep. 
So here we are at our alterations and accomplishments of 2020. (laughs) That was the perfect segue. (laughs) So if you guys remember back, way, way back to the beginning of 2020, um, before the cray-cray, we'll just put it that way, we did a two-part episode about goals and goal setting. And it was so much fun. We had a ton of fun coming up with the content for it. Um, and I still really love those those episodes. I think that they would help anyone who is looking to set goals for something. Um, we came up with this cute little thing using some fantastic feasts and kind of broke down goals, talking about the really big ones, the dragon goals, and how sometimes they can feel a little overwhelming. So what you have to do is break it down to smaller goals, the Kochi goals, that's a fairy cat, and then down to the itty bitty pixie goals. And so when you work your way up through those, it just makes the whole huge dragon sized goals so much more manageable. So love those episodes. We're going to drop the links in the show notes. And if you guys are looking into how to set goals, I would highly recommend you go back to those episodes. Um, And also we have some freebie PDFs. So if you go back to the episodes, you like what you hear, just drop us a line and we will send you those so you can use them. Um, so that was kind of how our year started. It started with a really a bang. <laughs> it really did. And from there we went um, and just everything changed. And we did do an episode about mid-year um, where we talked about how our goals were disrupted. And we talked about perseverance despite a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> We're actually really excited about 2021 because of the things that we've learned in 2020. And uh, so that's why we're even doing this episode to begin with, because we need to know where we are coming from in order to know where we're going. So we did a big halt and and then we yelled our favorite word of 2020. Pivot! And that's what we did. That's exactly what we did. So really the biggest takeaway was that we both took a pause to breathe because we didn't even know what was happening. We were just like, like we just, just the shock everywhere. And I feel like there were a lot of people who were like that too. So we took a pause to breathe. We reevaluated what was on the top, top importance list and restructured our mindset to continue achieving something, anything. We would take anything at that point in time. Yeah. Exactly. So this is kind of what uh, what came from that episode were some of our alterations. So our biggest alterations for 2020 for me, um, at the very beginning of the year, I told y'all we were we were so ready for the 2020s. I had worked out a publishing plan through 2024. I mean, I was y'all. I was like, I'm going to be publisher lady. Like I'm I'm going to do this. And then things got kind of cattywampus and pushed back. So (laughs) that whole beautiful little publishing plan that I still have over there somewhere is not going to look exactly the way I thought it would at the beginning of last year. Um, A lot of my projects got delayed. Um, Our stuff, we had planned to release the audiobook and workbook for Finders Keepers and about actually the month that we had planned to record the audiobook, that's when everything shut down. Um, And I did not see, we didn't see each other in person for months. I mean, I don't even know. Well, I guess the first time we saw each other was just not that long ago when you came down. So 
I mean, it was a long, long time, most of the year that we didn't mm-hmm. get to see each other. So that's how that happened. And I still don't have exact publication dates back in place for those things. But here's the thing. They've simply been shifted, not forgotten. So, and I think that that's important. And I think you'll hear that over and over with the things that we, as we look back, um, the thing to, you know, a lot of events and learning opportunities got canceled, right? But here's the silver lining. Many more just moved online. And so honestly, I think that I had more events and more um, learning opportunities because of that online format than I would have had otherwise. So there's that. There's always a silver lining. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I think that my last big alteration was I pretty much lost about three quarters of my work time last year. Um, And that was in in part due to work demands on my husband in those early months. It was also part due to the shifting needs of my family. Um, Just not even related to COVID, all of my family members have kind of had some some needs arise and um, those have just changed things. And y'all, that's just life. Like that's not even a pandemic. That's just life. Um, So I made the decision to reduce some of my self-imposed workload. And I um, just kind of took that, like we said, what's the highest priority? What's the most important? And kind of stuck with that. So for example, I stopped writing my weekly blog posts, which I was totally bummed about because I really loved that. Um, But it just didn't make sense. That, That was the thing that needed to go. Um, And then I also shifted my weekly newsletter to a semi-monthly one. So just to kind of ease up on some of the time that I was putting into that as well. So those were my biggest alterations. So what about you? Yeah, I guess my biggest alteration was when I had to start working from home. So I have Mm -hmm. a a, a 40-hour day job Mm -hmm. at a building (laughs) that is not my home. And generally, my children are in public school, so they would go to school, and then there would be an after-school care, and then we would come home and do family things and homework and that sort of thing. Well, it switched to from the moment that they woke up, they were with me, and I became teacher, I became an employee, I became creative, and I was mom, and I was also like housekeeper, and all of these things all at once, instead of being able to... um, shift the time of those hats that I wore, you know, like, this is my morning hat. And this is my, no, they were all stocked up like, uh, like the cat in the hat. It was miserable. <laughs> it was so bad. You, nobody is good at multitasking. I don't know anybody who's good at multitasking and then having all of these important things such, I mean, the education of my children, it's what they need. It's the foundation education years too. So I was just really, nervous and stressed out and I kept thinking to myself it's okay it's only for a few weeks I can do this it's only for a few weeks and then it turned into a few months and then turned into even more than one and I was just like I cannot handle this it was so bad y'all it was so bad so basically creating got pushed off to the side because I had to take off the creator creator hat because my kids had to eat they had to learn I had to work we need insurance so (laughs) there were things uh, that needed to to be done. Yeah, so that's what happened. And then in August, late August, I took on a new position at work. And that was a whole nother thing on a whole different level of responsibility and, uh, and leadership. And so I had to dive into that. 
Mm-hmm. And that was my focus at that point in time. So thankfully, I am feeling some relief of that to where I can feel like I can create again. So Joy and I had our retreat, which you got to hear some episodes of that for the last three episodes or so. Four, actually, four episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, we recorded those while we were on the retreat. And that was such, such a um, game changer for me. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, yes, I can still do this. I can still find the mental space to do this. And it still fulfills me in the same way that it did before. And it was a really nice reminder. It was perfect being with Joy for the first time in a very long time. And having that camaraderie and like that energy, that creative energy to bounce off of each other. And I might have been a little bit needy, I feel like, too, on that retreat. And that (laughs) probably was because I was a little bit creatively insecure. Like, can I do this? Can I still do this? Because I had not done it in a while. So um, I pushed, and I didn't tell you that until right now, on the air. (laughs) But I think that's what happens whenever we separate ourselves from creativity. And sometimes it's just the situations that we we have in our lives. And it it almost feels like this rare bird that you can't capture anymore. So anyway, (laughs) Um, so I am creating again. When I couldn't create, I did change that. I, I, I started to learn. So some of my... Um, the time that I had a little bit of extra, or if I was doing the laundry or something like that, I would listen to, uh, workshops and I would, uh, do things like that. And I actually had bought a workshop before the, the whole pandemic and everything happened and it was coming up and I was like, I'm going to lose this money if I don't do this. And so I kind of threw myself into that and just made myself take this workshop. I'm so glad that I did because it was such a brilliant workshop and it really did help me out. And I do think that it will continue to help me out in the future because I've not really had a chance to put it into practice like we talk about needing to do whenever we do <laughs> workshops. So there's an episode on that somewhere in this archive. So you guys look that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find the link. I'll put that in there for you guys. Oh, thank you. Uh, so yeah, so I switched from creating to learning about creativity and it did, it did a couple of things for me. The first thing that it did was keep that, that thought at the forefront of my mind. Like it's not, it's not buried way down deep anywhere. I'm still thinking about creativity. I'm still thinking about writing. I'm still thinking about that need and that want. Um, And even though I can't do it right now, I felt like I was doing something because I was, I was learning about something that I love. So that changed. And another thing that I did was some practical work toward creative goals. So I had this website that I bought the domain name and everything for. So I started building that website. Now that kind of got halted, actually got extremely halted whenever I took the new position at work. But I had built it up so much that I'm going to get back on that this month and next month. Yes, this month and next month. So it should be in full swing by the time the WIP Summit comes up. So I really wanted to to share that with you guys. So, um, but I wouldn't have had that momentum and that thought. And I even like hired... um, a person to design a logo for it and a mascot, a little jellyfish mascot and stuff. So you guys are going to see all of that. And, um, 
And that would never have gotten done if I had not decided to pivot <laughs> during this, this really, really crazy time. And I could have just been like, well, that goal's gone and thrown it away and just mm-hmm. kind of sat in a corner and had a little bit of self-pity. And I did. I'm not going to lie. There was some <laughs> self-pity there. But eventually we, we have to make a decision to get back up and do something good. Yeah. And I love, too, you know, how you took – a time where you couldn't do the the top thing that we enjoy doing to create, to write. You couldn't do that, but you found something else creative to put your energy into. Yeah. And I think that that's important. And I'm not going to say that I'm happy about the pandemic by any means. So don't take this the wrong way. But I would have never been able to take in that Maggie Steve Otter course. And she is like, dream. like dream goals there. I never would have been able to have taken that if this had had uh, had not been a year that was geared toward moving things online. Yeah. So I'm thankful that there are other people who took the opportunity to make this the best that it could potentially be, even though it was a terrible, terrible time. Yeah, that is so true. So, so. there's silver linings and I think sometimes it's just good to look for those things and and focus on those. I think so too. And you actually had a lot of good accomplishments. Speaking of silver linings and happy things, <laughs> so you had a lot of good accomplishments in 2020 as well. So, um, can you tell us a little bit about those? Definitely. So I published my novella, This Good Thing, in February. So that was the first just, yay, like it's out there in the world. Um, So that was a pretty big deal. I also had the opportunity to lead some workshops for both adults and teens and to do some readings for adults through my local public library, all online, Zoom. You know, it was great. Um, Over the year, I became more consistent on social media, I, I feel like. I hope so anyway, and also more reader focused um, as I kind of, I feel like I've kind of begun to find my voice on social media, both for office and I mean, for author and for press platforms. Um, I'm not, I don't say that I'm doing it perfectly. I'm absolutely not, but I definitely feel like I'm getting there and I feel like I am being more consistent and more intentional. And those were, those were some of the goals that I did have for myself at the beginning of last year. So I am pleased that those are some things that did get done um, over the year. And then probably most importantly of all, I feel like I have solidified some friendships with a few authors who truly are my heart people. And I'm so thankful for them and for their influence in my life, for their encouragement. And I don't know. I think that we just need friends at this time. So what about you? Tell us your um, biggest accomplishments for 2020. Yeah, so I guess my biggest accomplishment for 2020 on the creative writing scale is that I I had you and another critique partner uh, critique the poetry book, and then I did those revisions for those. And then I um, kind of solidified the structure of the poetry book, and I wrote the opening and the closing poem for that. I'm really proud of those poems too. So that's my biggest accomplishment is I'm really, really proud of this poetry book. Uh, One of my biggest setbacks, but also kind of an accomplishment is the fact that I really, I decided that I was going to start my novel over. (laughs) 
<laughs> I still love the story, but it's just not where it needs to be. And then we took this Maggie Stavewater course, and then I did this other Learning 80-20 with uh, Lindsay Ager, who is another author slash teacher. And I was just like, I've been doing this. Like, I really need to run this story through these two programs and just see where I am. So... I, uh, I I made the big jump. I made the big decision. I also made the big decision to self-publish the poetry book, which Joy wanted to like have champagne over. So. <laughs> it's just because I knew that that's what you wanted to do all along. It just took you a while to get there. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't know. But uh, so I do want to do that, and also had some brilliant, some brilliant storyline. Uh, like epiphanies, revelations, if you, however you want to say it, for the um, the All the Words series. So it's going to be a book series now. It's a book series now, guys. What? So, <laughs> so it is turning into something that I'm really, really loving. Um, but I had to take like 1,200 steps backward so I could go forward in the right direction. So there are some other things that didn't quite get made. I'm not really upset about that uh, anymore. I have put some things on my calendar that for 2021 that did roll over from 2020, but it, it was only the things that I got excited about. As Marie Kondo says, that sparked joy. So... <laughs> So those are um, those are the things that I kept. There are some things that nece- that doesn't necessarily give you all the, the the super awesome fireworks feelings whenever you look at them. Whenever you're running a creative business, but um, I'm not at that place yet because I still have the full time job. I don't have the backlist and all of that stuff yet. So I can still look at some of the spark joy things and say, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> so. Yeah. So, I mean, accomplishments though, I mean, that's, that's incredible. You've gotten a lot of accomplishments done even with everything that's happened. And I think for us together, the QWERTY accomplishments, just going to shout them out. They're great. And actually that was the consistent part of my creative accomplishments because I had you Mm -hmm. as an accountability partner, as well as a creative partner with this. So I'm thankful for that because that kept all of the creative stuff in the forefront of my mind as well, just like the learning did. Um, but, but having this podcast mm-hmm. every week and recording it on a consistent basis and getting to talk to you about your creative week all the time, like the, these are, these are things that held me together during 2020. So I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful for the QWERTY Writing Life brand. And I mean, that's, that's my gratitude speech is over. You can continue. <laughs> You're too funny. Well, I am super thankful for you too. And for everything that we have done together, um, our Corey writing life went into season two, you know, we're season two and going strong. Um, the podcast has had more than 6,600 downloads over its two seasons at this point. And 5,200 of those came in 2020. So no way. Seriously. It's pretty amazing. Um, and then Just one other thing that, I mean, we just have to shout about it because it's pretty cool. We had the opportunity to speak for the Women in Publishing Summit, March 2020, as you guys might remember, and we were voted some of the top speakers for that and were invited to return for the 2021 Summit. And guys, we're not only going to be speaking together, but May is also going to be speaking 
by herself, and I am also going to be speaking by myself. And so we are just going to have an absolute blast. And not only that, but we are three sessions in the same summit or conference as Jane Friedman, who is like mm -hmm. a really big deal, guys. She's a really big deal. And so that kind of makes us feel like a really big deal. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it makes me feel like the content that we are putting out in the world is good quality content that helps people. And that is like, that's the definition of success for me. We, we're going to close out this episode, but I hope you guys will come back next week for the second part. That's where we're going to be talking about some of the lessons that we learned in 2020, but we're not going to leave you without a challenge. For this week. Of course. We've established that 2020 was rough all around for everyone for so many different reasons. Whatever your reasons, whatever the year threw your way, we want you to take a moment to think about the biggest alterations you had to make. As we looked back and we named those things, we took pride in the fact that we changed what had to be changed, pushed back or deleted the things that needed to be, and persevered in the things that we could. And we want you to do that too. Um, and just, you know, look back and perhaps you might find some silver linings around some of those alterations like we did. And then we want you to list your accomplishments. You might think you didn't have any, or you may think that they're not that big of a deal. They might be few in number. They might be smaller than you originally intended, but we know you accomplished something. And the thing is that when you name those things and you reflect on them, we just hope that you're going to be thankful and proud and it might just kind of spur you on to just kickstart this new year. And then if you want, we would love for you to share your alterations and accomplishments with us. We want to, you know, cheer with you um, and just know what's going on with you. So drop us a line. Um, you can email us at editorial at logosandmythospress.com and that email address will be in the show notes because I know weird words spelling wise um, or you can just drop us a line in any of our socials if you follow either one of us anywhere just send us a message for sure <laughs> and I just want to say too that your accomplishments don't have to be as big as the ones that we listed mm -hmm. sometimes and I've been to I've been to this place, so I'm just gonna say this out loud. Mm. Sometimes it's an accomplishment just to roll out of bed in the morning. Yeah. And I don't want to I don't want you to discount those accomplishments as well because we've all had these struggles and we've all been in this place. And it is a big deal just to muster up the courage to live each moment in each day. Absolutely. That's that's an important addition. So mm-hmm. And we hope that you guys have an incredible week. And go make something. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening until the end. Seriously, you're a trooper. Do you think pretty writing life is the bomb? May, you just said the bomb. Don't you censor me. If you think Cordy Writing Life rocks ice for real, oh my word. please rate, review, and share us with others. If you have questions about this week's episode or want to start a conversation, you can reach us by visiting partywritinglife.podbean.com. We'll be back next week with more candid chats for you.